self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red also known as calamity perp apparently calamity red perp red perp she didn't put some other colors in her hair i have purple in my hair as well as red now calamity red perp which i told him sounds like some weed might as well be that you would go into into like what are the what are the little places in colorado a dispensary the dispensary and hey, let me get some of that calamity red perp <laughs> i heard it's good it ain't gonna do nothing but turn you into an asshole probably that's it yeah pretty much i'm okay with that sarcasm <laughs> we back for another episode of conversation con artists <laughs> And I need y'all to go check out the website that still has not been updated. Terrible. But you can check out all episodes. www.conversationconartist.com. We got our articles linked to the stories. We have the old episodes and we have a mail icon where you can leave us some feedback. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on the point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity, also on Instagram and Twitter. Um, we are still doing the listener portion of the show. So if you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into the website or you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversation con artist with an S at gmail.com. And the question for this week is what is something that people who are interested in dating you need to know before they date you? And I don't, I don't know. I got a list of shit <laughs> that a woman needs to know about me before she make a decision. Because you know what? I don't want to trick nobody. I'm yeah. laying it all out there. Tricks the, is for kids. <laughs> listen, I'm the treasure here, okay? I am the treasure. If you don't want to be with me, go be with who you want to be with, okay? <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm not sad. Not going to chase you. But that being said, one of the things that I don't have to let somebody know is that I'm I'm a passive dude. I'm just very passive. Like if you're looking for some aggressive ass dude <laughs> that you know is going to follow your ass, damn near stalk your ass, Mm-mm. being persistent, you know that's not me. If you give me an indicator that you don't want to talk to me, we just ain't talking. <laughs> I mean that's I ain't a bugaboo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I ain't heard that in forever. <laughs> Um, I would say that I'm an asshole, but I feel like that's one of the first things that people notice or know about me because it's so obvious. So I'm going to say if we're going to like get to be serious, like my family's fucked up, like they're terrible. I love them, but I know that I love them because they're my family. I don't know how people would feel about them. So, you know, that's something that, you know. I feel like somebody who was interested in becoming serious with me, like you would just need to know my that my family dynamics because they're a little bit different. <laughs> so as far as being an asshole goes, is because you know when you meet somebody and you like them and you're an asshole, you still asshole like you yeah. know they they see your tendencies, but it's not directed at them. Yeah, it's like it's a new level of asshole that unlock when you get to a certain point in the relationship where it's at them now, or is that something that you? <laughs> uh, I don't 
think so. I think it's, I mean, this is the level of asshole that I am pretty much. Because I feel like even like, I mean, I'm asshole to the people like around me sometimes. Like, so in dating me, it's probably going to get directed at you. And you, that that's the thing though. It's like, you would also have to be somebody that would be comfortable being like, okay, you went too far this time. Like, you do it too much. Um, so yeah, I don't think it would be any better, or any worse. It'd probably be pretty much the same as when you met me. I'd probably make jokes, but that's again that goes into my family dynamic because that's what we do. Like me and my younger brother, our whole interchange is insulting each other all the time. Mm-hmm. That is accurate. My whole family is like that. So if you come to like a family event, that's what the fuck we doing. We talking shit about each other, and you gonna be there. So at some point, somebody go probably say some shit about you, because that's just what we do. So, but you, you can't say shit about nobody because you're gonna get your ass dusted. Or just be very selective in the shit you decide to say. Because I mean, they're not. I mean, we ain't. We're not like hypocrites, and we know we bouncing jokes around, and you at your expense, and obviously you have a, a right to say something back. So, but some people don't like that because that ain't that. That I know that that ain't the average family dynamic. Like we're kind of. Odd. So, because of that, that again, my family is something that you kind of have to be aware of because you have to understand they are what bred me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like the result. You you gonna be meeting the creators. You gonna be meeting the originators of this asshole attitude. So like, yeah, you would. I there would be somebody that would have to. And we, my family, dysfunctional as fuck too. So. That's something else. So, like, I feel like if you come from, like, a Huxtable-ass family, it it might be a little bit difficult for you to acclimate to the way that my family dynamic is because it's pretty dysfunctional. I navigate it, but I've been in it for 32 years now. <laughs> you would just become it is. So, like, that's something I feel like you would need to know going, especially if it was going to be, like, a situation where we were going to be moving forward and getting serious and all this shit, like, when you meet my family, a lot of me will make a lot of sense. <laughs> a lot of who I am will make a lot of sense. My family is pleasant as hell. Yeah. My family is nice. Mine's not. <laughs> you ain't got to worry. She ain't going to have to worry about my family. My family. I've, I feel like I've made such decent enough decisions in my life that they just, they don't challenge me on nothing. I mean, and most of it, to be honest, most of the shit they would say probably gonna be behind your back, and they gonna probably come to me and be like, "You sure about this?" Cause, or they might not. They might, you know, you might be awesome, and they might just be like, "How'd you pull it off? The fuck you do to get that?" Like, in that situation. So, uh, I mean, they're pleasant. It's just, again. You how I am with my brother. You've seen that. You've seen how we interact. Mm-hmm. That's how my entire family interacts. So like, my aunt has told me that I act like a blonde sometimes. I don't take offense to that because I call her old, and tell her she's broken. Like, <laughs> that's just what we do. So to so somebody on the outside, it may seem like we hate each other, <laughs> but that's just how we show love. If we're not joking on you, we don't care about you, and you don't want that. But they're nice. We'll do anything. And like Thanksgiving dinner, my uncle is the most gracious host ever. Like he will call ahead of time and ask if he need to get anything specific that you like. Like he's that that. So I mean, you it they're pleasant enough with this little added level of sarcasm that will happen the entire time we're there. Sounds like a facade. 
What's Sounds like y'all ain't no assholes. Sound like y'all got on fucking anonymous mask asshole and you take them hoes off and y'all just some gentle, kind ass. I would never describe anybody in my family as gentle or kind. Uh, I, we're, it's levels to it. I'll just say that there's levels. Like we, we're nice, but we're also assholes. We're nice assholes, if that makes sense. That may seem like a bit of an oxymoron, but it is what it is. Like, my family's crazy. We we literally sit around Thanksgiving dinner and make jokes about everybody, like, all the time. I mean, if you think about, like, actual assholes. I mean, we're not mean, I'm though. talking about, like, in in your ass. <laughs> there are some nice ones. <laughs> and there are some that's all kinds of fucked up. What the cat, What constitutes a nice asshole? I don't know. You're going to have to ask some people that be eating the groceries. Okay, so... <laughs> What else would they need to know? I'm pretty sure. Oh man, I gotta tell this. Okay, oh, I got. Shit. I gotta tell this. It's it's hard to admit that I was on back page for some various reasons <laughs> and decided to go to back page just to go see what they talking about. Right? <laughs> you right. That's so. And crazy. wait, do y'all know what back page is? Because uh, I didn't know what it was till I moved here. So back page. It's like Craigslist. They wanted it to be Craigslist. They wanted it to be as popular. It was not. So what it became was women posting sex ads on Backpage. And, and men. people going and finding men and women, everybody. Yeah, yeah everybody It became known. Like, Craigslist got a little men, women section, too. Yeah, but but nothing Backpage like- <laughs> is what it's known for. Like, <laughs> yes. I go to Craigslist to look for photography shit. Yeah. People don't go to Backpage for that. No. It got that on it, but why are you even posting shit? In that part of back page, because everybody knows that's you trying to get some trim if you go on the back page, (laughs) and so I'm, I'm like, you know what? What's what is a back page about? Let's go. I've been on there just because when I found out what it was, I wanted to see. It's disturbing. (laughs) So I went down and I'm looking and I'm seeing different people. First, I see somebody that i think is somebody that i know on facebook <laughs> i'm going to follow up with that <laughs> that is so sad if it is that's t- how, what do you do with that information i would never be able to look at them on facebook the same because i know you got this shit on back page like <laughs> don't make a difference to me oh my god she's just doing something strange for a piece of change <laughs> that's it <laughs> and she's doing it online that's, that's what that is okay but i'm scrolling and i'm scrolling and it's not supposed to be men posting in this area, but it's men posting in this area. Mm-hmm. And I go to one and it says, hey, are you a woman that just got through doing chores? Just got through a workout? If no. you're sweaty, no, I will eat your ass. Oh. But it said, you have to be sweaty. <laughs> he said, I need pictures of you sweating. Ew, that is so fucking disgusting. <laughs> Oh, oh! I feel my Wendy's coming back up. What the fuck? That is so disgusting. I've I was kept scrolling. I was like, mm, I wouldn't do that. That's that's horrible. Like the finishes that people have are fucking weird. Like what? What? So did he do that one time with somebody that was sweating? He was like, oh shit, this is the bomb. <laughs> like, I mean, sweat just tastes salty. He probably just like the taste of sweat. Uh, so I kept scrolling and then I found somebody that had a scat fetish I was like "Mm -mm, time to go (laughs) 
that's another one that I'm like, where the fuck? How did you discover that you like shit? I don't think that's something I like, you discover. I think that's something you always known for whatever reason. I hate picking up my dog shit. Like it, it, I hate it. I can't wait till I get. A, well, I still have to pick it up in the yard so that my yard ain't just shitty. But like, I hate that shit. And part of the reason why I'm on the fence about kids is I don't want to change shitty ass diapers or where you didn't explode. It didn't explode it into your clothes and shit is it like that. I will throw up. I will vomit and your diaper will never get changed. Like that would be difficult. So DHR going to come get your I know, kids. which is why I don't have none <laughs> right now. This shit is disgusting. Oh. Okay. Um, what else do people need to know? So... What people need to know is I'm in debt. And I know that's an everybody thing, but I'm in debt. <laughs> With the IRS at the moment, <laughs> trying to sort that out. And then just student loans. Yeah. So that is a. I have those as well. That is a burden responsibility that, that we're going to be in. You so pay like, student loans back till you die. If you come into this relationship like making more money or absolutely loan free you got to know that's going to be <laughs> something that's going to tax the financial component of our relationship and you know by the time i marry you i fully expect you to join in on that <laughs> and just like i'm going to join it like like in my head i'm likely going to marry a, or a woman that has loans as well probably my salary, our early salary is going to pay her loans off immediately. Yeah. If 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 we can swing that with our salaries. Like, we pay her loans off. Then we can go to mine. Yeah. Like, in my head, like, it's not a selfish, I don't want, it's like, when we get married, I assume that we in it for the long ride. So, mm -hmm. let's take care of yours first, and then let's take care of mine. Because, like, I need her to buy into that I'm just not trying to use, you know, her, her situation. To like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'll use my money. We can we can pay your stuff off. Then, you know, we can pay mine off. Yeah. But I just feel like that's important. It is. Not so much, like, when I meet somebody immediately. Oh, yeah, no. I guess everybody soon. I mean, I got a master's degree. So I, that shit ain't assume, free. <laughs> yeah, that I, I've got some kind of debt. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a pretty easygoing person so like as far as being like overly jealous like i ain't gonna give a shit if you watch porn i'm not really gonna care if you go to the strip club i mean you don't need to be fucking going like on a regular basis because then i'm just gonna be like nigga what is you doing but like i'm not gonna be stressed about those things but what i will get really upset about is somebody that does not communicate with me i can't stand that shit and by communicate i mean this like I am a person who needs my space sometimes. And sometimes I don't want to be bothered with nobody. And I, so that's something that I can understand. The thing is, you have to tell me that you in one of those moods so that I'll know. What I don't like, you can't just get ghost on me and fucking disappear and shit. Like, I don't do well with that at all. Neither. <laughs> I will freak the fuck out on you. I about do not that. fuck with the silent treatment. No, I do not do that. I promise you, you will lose that game. <laughs> <laughs> like I can go two weeks without talking to a motherfucker if nobody called me I'm fine that was my childhood okay <laughs> you know so the silent treatment if I feel like you're like trying to punish me for silent treatment 
it's gonna be really hard to take the high road. <laughs> I want to, but I let you know if I choose to take the low road in just about anything I do, I'm really good. I'm really good at doing that. Y'all see, you gotta open up this petty ass shop. Be good. <laughs> I mean, not even in trying to like get back at me. Like, I just, I just need to know what's going on with you. If you ain't in a good headspace and you just need some time to yourself, I'm fine with that. I'm not gonna be freaking out and be like, you don't spend enough time with me. Like, I'm not gonna do that. But you can't just fucking disappear and not tell me that. Like, let me know so that I can respect your space because what you getting ghost on me is going to do is make me angry <laughs> and then I'm going to be an asshole like it's not going to be pretty because I feel like this if I'm somebody that matters to you and I'm important then I'm important enough for you to communicate with my friendship my you know being in a relationship with you is not something that you can pick up and put down whenever you get ready or whenever it's convenient from you. If we're friends, we're friends. If we dating, we dating and you need to communicate to me. Now that doesn't mean that you have to talk to me every single fucking day. I understand having bad days doing what I do. I have bad days a lot. <laughs> Sometimes I, I'm, I'm just talked out and I don't want to fucking talk to nobody. I just want to sit on the couch with my dog. So I understand it totally understand it i just need you to communicate that with me so that i can give you the space that you need i'm huge on communication and i don't know if that's because i'm a therapist or if i've just always been that way but you just need to communicate with me if you need a break if, if you had a bad day if you got a lot going on and you need to take care of stuff that's cool i just need you to tell me that just be like hey you know what i got a lot going on i'm gonna focus on this right now i'm gonna be like cool i get it but if you just get ghost, then I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to be an asshole. So I'm probably annoyingly nonchalant about a lot of things. <laughs> you have got to be okay with somebody that don't get frustrated, that don't really get angry, that just pretty much stay chill. See, as irrational as this sounds. I probably why don't you ever get mad <laughs> like, that's what I'm saying <laughs> annoyingly that, that's why I put that word in there why are you never mad about anything ever <laughs> the way my the system in my head <laughs> the way it works is it diffuses anger before it ever sees the light of day so my facial expressions don't change anger is not productive it's productive <laughs> for protection like if I have a family and, and something happened and I get mad like I don't got that in my life yet. So maybe I I don't have the circumstances that I don't can that will pass that diffusing system, mm -hmm. but like I don't really get mad like that. So a lot of people it's caused problems in relationships with women. Because we're emotional and if you're never like <laughs> it's just like what is, what is going on? What is wrong with you? <clears throat> yeah. Especially if I'm angry and you're not angry. Cause then you feel stupid for being angry because you just sitting there. I'm going to battles like that. <laughs> I will never have a dialogue where somebody go in unangry and come out unangry and I'm angry. Hell no, <laughs> that shit ain't right. I'm gonna punch your ass in the face before before I let you walk away like that. But see, I'm the person that people would punch in the face. Yes, you the one that would be getting punched in the face. <laughs> this is what I am. I'm even kill. I have an unhealthily low level of anxiety. That's I. It's just. I have never been, I had a, my, 
NCE, mm-hmm. National Counselor's Exam. We got to make take this shit and pass before our license. I studied for two days. Like I didn't have, I didn't have the anxiety. Like a healthy level of anxiety says, "Oh no, if I don't pass this thing, I'm going to fail it, and this will make my career give me problems with my career." And so I better prepare for four or five weeks or however long your system is to prepare. I was like, mm, "It'll be all right. Mm, it'll be all right." Up until two days before, and I said, "You know what? Let me look at this stuff while I'm laying down." You know, and I went in and I passed it. You know, but I'm confident. Don't get me wrong, but like the low level of anxiety sometimes don't leave me prepared for things I need to be prepared for. And he is not exaggerating this. How, I've, when did we meet? I mean, 2006. So, yeah. 2005, 2006. So for over a decade, I have never seen you angry. I've never seen you get mad about anything. Don't get mad. Like, I don't even think I've seen you frustrated about anything. It's just not there for whatever reason. But you've seen me angry. <laughs> you've seen me frustrated and mad and oh. irrational, <laughs> rational. But yeah, you just even killed all the time. In uh, 10 years, like, you just been even killed. Now, that's good if you're looking for somebody who you need to make logical and rational decisions with an emotional component left out of it. If you need to see somebody angry when you're angry, if you need to see me jump for joy when you buy me this thing that I love, because I will love it. Don't get me wrong. But I'm like, not cool, going to do thanks. no Michael Jackson spins. You're cool. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got to understand. Like, you're going to have to understand my lingo. Like, my words <laughs> are how I determine how, like, hype I am about something, you know. And that's not to say I don't have emotional displays sometimes, you know. But it's not angry. Happy is the only thing I've seen happy. I've seen you laugh, and I've seen you apathetic. I've, I've told people before, like, I've told people before, like, however depression works, I think I got the opposite of it. Because, like, I, just, I hop out to bed in the morning. Like, i never been asleep. Like, I got narcolepsy. Shit. And I went to I went to have a polysomnogram and a sleep latency test, and the doctor asked me, why are you here? And I said, well, my brother said it was weird. He said, you're not groggy. You're not fatigued. No. And I don't get a lot of sleep. <laughs> like, my sleep pattern is, uh, I take naps all throughout the day because the doctor said, so I go to schools to see clients and kids. As a therapist, you can't yawn in front of somebody. No, because they feel like you know, you're not listening. They feel like, like they're boring listening. you. But them narcolepsy spells follow me sometimes. So I take naps before I go into the school. Take a little 15-minute nap, get up. I'm good for another two hours. And I do that throughout the day. Uh, I get home. I might fall asleep, depending on how many naps I took. Or I'll go to sleep at about 10 o'clock. If I go to sleep at 10 o'clock, I'm waking back up at 12, and I'll be up till about 2.30. Shit. Sometimes I stay up past 10 o'clock to about 11, 45, 12. If I go to sleep around that time without taking a nap, then I'll sleep all the way through. And sometimes I wake up at like 4.30 in the morning to 7.30, and I just be up. What I've learned to do now is be productive in those periods of time. Like I'll get up and do some paperwork, you know, for the business. I'll get up and, you know, do something that is valuable rather than lay, lay down on my phone for two hours. I would be unbearable (laughs) I would be the meanest most oh my god like because I'm already not a morning person and I don't even schedule I give myself an hour to have my coffee and just like get awake in the morning 
because I know I'm not a morning person. So hopping out the bed and shit and being like, "Woo, let's go." Uh, uh-uh, uh. I roll out of the bed <laughs> and I like sit there and contemplate. My life. The only time <laughs> I don't jump out the bed like that is some days. I apparently lately I've been having these like. 30 plus growing pain situation where I wake up <laughs> and my foot just so and I ain't did shit <laughs> to justify it. But that's another thing I need to let, you know, anybody that I'm going to date know. My sleeping bad patterns. Like if you are a sound sleeper, I'm getting up like twice in the night at least. Or I'm getting in the bed like at midnight. You've been in the bed since, you know, 9, 30, 10 maybe. If yeah. you go to sleep that early. I'm getting in the bed at 12, so I might wake you up. Like, that might be a situation where I need my separate I need a separate bed. Yeah. And you need a, a separate bed, you know what I'm saying? But depending on the person I'm dating, that might be a thing. You can put, you could be like Hank Hill. They they had two separate beds that they pushed together. I don't know. Then you won't bounce the other part. You could put them together. You won't bounce because she's going to be on her little bed. <laughs> I'm sure it's a lot of different ways to deal with, deal with that. They got them sleep beds where you can have yours. Uh, yeah. And then they can have theirs. Yeah. But that's another one. I don't know if I... I have dogs. Those are my kids. And so, like, somebody who don't like dogs, we ain't going to work out. Like, somebody who's not going to... Like, okay, Kingston's an asshole, so I will get, like, you kind of being standoffish with him. But if you can't love Remy as friendly as this fucking dog... This dog loves everybody. <laughs> like, my dogs are a large part of my life. Like, they just are. So, like, if you're not a dog person, we ain't going to worry long term. Or if you are, like, one of these people who think dogs should be outside and all of this shit, we ain't going to work because they stay inside. They sleep in my room. The bed is, they don't really sleep. Remy is in a crate. Kingston sleeps under the bed. So it's not like they're going to be in the bed. But they're going to be in the room. I'm sorry. This just is what it is. Like, Remy is a very nice dog. So nice to the point that you can be like, hey, little Remy, come here. Let me choke you to death. Come here. And he will and walk start right choking him. And he'll still be like with it for a little while <laughs> until he realize, oh, shit. They trying to kill me. <laughs> it don't feel right. Let me get out of this. But he's going to be dead now yeah. at this point. He is the nicest fucking dog. Like, he's the polar opposite of Kingston. Like, it's so fucking weird. Remy wants to, like, snuggle with you and lay around with you and be in your face all the time. Kingston's just like, feed me and leave me the fuck alone. Or play with me when I want you to play with me. That's about it. Like, no. Does that remind you of another it doesn't creature? Invi- it doesn't remind me of anything. It reminds me of Kingston because that's who I he is. I think it's another creature that, that reminds you I of don't, I don't. I don't think so, no. I yeah. can't think of anything. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so my dog, you know, I more than like, I mean, I, I don't have to be with somebody that has a pet. You need to have had a pet probably so that you can understand because like, I feel like people who don't have pets don't understand how attached you can become to them. You're around them all the time. And they love you unconditionally. You can, like, karate chop a dog in the throat. He going to come right back and sit with you. Now, as far as Kingston goes, oh, yeah. it will help if you have had cats. <sighs> Just want to throw that out there. Why would it have? Why will it help if you've had cats? Because the shit you just said about <laughs> Kingston is the exact shit you be talking about cats when I say about cats. Now, you want to say, he ain't like a cat. But I'm going to describe him like the ways I be talking shit about cats, but he ain't like a cat. He's just. A little more standoffish. I don't think I've ever seen him like run up to somebody and be like, 
Remy run up to everybody. Like I have to control him so that he's not like mowing people over trying to get them to pay. Like he's the most friendly dog I've ever seen in my life. He's super, super friendly. So I get being standoffish with Kingston because Kingston is a standoffish motherfucker. But if you can't get along with Remy, we can't, I can't do it. I'm sorry. Because Remy, and he's six months old, so he going to be around for a while. King's probably got another five, six years in him. So how would it look if somebody you brought home, though you've never seen this before, Remy just didn't fuck with him? I would be concerned. Because how much would that weigh in the decision to continue dating a person? I would be very cautious from that point. Like I would be paying a lot more attention because you didn't see Remy. Like Remy is super fucking fr- like strange. Like he is not a guard dog. And the reason why he is not a guard dog is because somebody would come in to rob me and he would probably help them push the TV over. Like, <laughs> just fucking friendly as fuck. So if he if somebody came in and he was growling and shit and was standoffish, then I'm gonna be like, this motherfucker must be Satan or some shit. Like he don't do that. Like I've had him for about six months now, and, and we didn't encounter children, old people, young people, black people, white people. Has spent every single person that he has encountered. He is like run up to and been like, look at me, pet me, I'm Remy. Like that's what he does. So if you come in and he like standoffish, I'm not gonna break up with you over that. I'm gonna watch you though. <laughs> I'm gonna put on my ID channel glasses at this point. <laughs> Damn, that's that's deep. <laughs> Cause he don't do that. Like today I was even surprised. I was walking them and he stopped on the sidewalk and wouldn't move and he wouldn't let me go around him. The fuck is you doing? And it was because it was a snake. It was like a baby snake, so it wasn't like a huge snake. But it was a snake on the sidewalk, and that's the first time. Like even with other animals, that's the first. I have to be snatching this motherfucker back because he be running up trying to lick bees. You gonna get stung, motherfucker? Like you can't do that. He was like, "What the fuck is this? Everybody <laughs> behind me! Don't move! <laughs> yeah. Don't move! What? The, what is that?" <laughs> He's still a teenager, ain't he? He is. He's a teen. Six months is a teenager, so he's a teen now. So he's you know experiencing life in the world. Yeah, I, and it was. I mean, it was big. It was a big enough of a snake for you to realize it was a snake, but I wasn't like scared. When I grew up in the country, I didn't see fucking huge ass poisonous ass snakes before, so this was not gonna freak me out. But it was big enough for me to be like, oh shit, I can see his little tongue flicking <laughs> out and all of that shit. So we went around. But that's the first time in the six months I've had that dog that he's like encountered something and been like, oh shit, nigga, no, this. that and your dice bag. Those are the only yep. things he fucking with. <laughs> yep. Those are the only things he don't fuck with. So again, if he encounters somebody, especially him with Kingston, he barking at everybody. So I don't put no stock in him not liking somebody because he don't like nobody. I think he tolerate me because I feed him, but. Remy, he lo- he's too friendly for him, for him not liking you not to mean something. <laughs> so I need her to know that I'm at best a seasonal gamer. Oh, yeah. Now, what that means is I do go maybe a month sometimes without playing the game because I have 
I spread myself between so many different little activities and stuff. Candle making, cooking. Yeah. Uh, little photography, little videography. I'm trying to go out to a lot more little community events and stuff. And so I don't always play the game. But when I'm in a game playing mode, like, I'll play from, you know, 6 or 7 to, you know, 1 or 2 o'clock, you know, in the morning. Shit. Um, On a weekend, I might play for 12 hours. You know, in those times now, but I will put the game down for quality time if it's because we're having quality time, not if it's because you're trying to keep me from playing the game. <laughs> Though, you know, so she has to know that like the game technology, all that's a part of my life. And, and when I say the game, maybe not just the game, maybe it'd be recording videos, oh, yeah. maybe not recording videos, but maybe I'll be. Uh, repairing some computers when, when my, my computer's due to be rebuilt soon I'm gonna rebuild a computer You know like I get into a lot of those little projects You know that maybe one day Will be projects towards A house you know things to you know, build up On the house and stuff but She gotta know that Um, I'm a little bit of a mix I can cook eggs I don't necessarily Have a fat ass but I can cook eggs <laughs> <laughs> Well I mean that's what I Fat ass ain't necessary you can cook eggs Is what I'm saying you know what I'm saying but I I grew up in a house of you know with three boys and I was the only girl so like I got on an X Men shirt and Chucks right now. Sometimes I'm like really girly and want to put on makeup and do my hair and you know paint my nails and all of that shit. Other times I'm gonna have on Chucks and jeans and a graphic T-shirt and play video games. I'm a little bit all over the place when it comes to things. Like, it, I don't know who you're going to get. <laughs> Depending on how I felt when I woke up. So, like, if you're somebody that has, like, this traditional idea of, like, how women are supposed to be, I'm more than likely not going to fit in it. And I have red and purple hair. So, if you like somebody that wants, like, somebody to come to your, your, your work functions and shit, like, I'm, they going to know that I'm not, like, <laughs> I got tattoos and different color hair, and I'm not going to change that. So... I'm a soul sister, as motherfuckers online been calling me. Or um, queen. <laughs> queen. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. So, my style of dress is 10-year-old <laughs> with a bank account that can afford whatever he wants, clothes-wise. Not whatever he wants. Not, let me not put it like that. Anything he wants in Target. <laughs> okay, let, let's go to there. Like, a 10-year-old with a bank account. And a 26, 27-year-old trying to find the fashion that clearly don't know what the fuck he doing. That being said, I am perfectly fine with any woman I date dressing me. Okay? <laughs> I ain't finna be out here looking like no damn Jadena. I tell you that right now. Oh, I'm a classic man. Yeah, I'm not a classic man. I am a man that like classic Nintendo t-shirts. Oh my god, they're amazing. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I wear. That's what I like. That's what I'm comfortable in. And I work with kids. So like I used to work and I used to dress more spiffy, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it puts a barrier between me and the kids I work Cause with. Cuz now you just another you the man. You I the just another uh, suit. Another suit, another adult that doesn't get it. You go in the hood understand. with a suit on, they be like, "What what probation officer is you?" <laughs> or are you a social worker? Yep. You know, at least I have some that gap is closed a little bit when I got on a Ninja Turtles t-shirt, a Snoopy t-shirt, some kind of t-shirt that kids be like, well, he looked like an adult. He got on a badge, but he ain't dressed like the adults. <laughs> <laughs> he dressed like us. You know, so that helps me. But not only that, but that's comfortable wear. I like that. 
and those tees are a reflection of what I like. Now I've been I've bought a couple of suits. I've uh, bought I've bought some, buying some ties. Belk right now. If anybody go to Belk, if you're looking for some ties, go to Belk right now. They having sales on ties, suspenders, all of that stuff. You can still do fun ties. Have a Mario tie. I don't even want to. I don't even want no ties like that. I don't want to draw attention to myself. Uh, I don't like. I don't <laughs> like attention being drawn to myself like that. So, and maybe Mario on a shirt could draw attention, but like in the yeah. context of what you would wear with a tie, oh yeah, you're clearly asking for somebody to look at your tie. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't. I don't really care for that. So I won't mind if she dressed me. She got to be okay with a dude who because she might not want to dress me, but she got to be okay, you know, with my my style, which don't exist. <laughs> so I mean I have stopped but it's more eclectic I feel like obviously with the hair so like I mean if, if it's like some kind of work function and I need to get dressed up I'm capable of doing that and I can do that what I'm saying is like when you come pick me up for us to go somewhere I don't know what I'm having <laughs> like it may be an X-Men shirt or it might be a dress and some heels I don't know like it depends on what kind of mood I'm in but like I'm a very and part of the reason why I feel so strongly about it is because, like, you know, uh, 16 through 20, early 20s, red, would never have dyed her hair red and purple. Never do anything that would have brought attention. So, like, I I feel like I've kind of come into who I am. And I'm proud of that. And I'm happy with that. So, you won't have to be happy with it, too. Because what I'm not going to do is go back to just being what I feel like the expectation is. And my hair helps me with my my teenage clients think I'm the coolest fucking counselor ever. When they come in and they're like, your hair is red. And now one of them thought that the back was blue instead of purple. But I was like, no, it's purple. She was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. You need to tell her she can't go to the military. I know. I, well, but one of my other, one of my, I think maybe because it's a blue tone purple and some light or like at the right angle. Because somebody else was like, why you dye your hair blue? And I was like, I didn't. What are you talking about? She was like, it looks blue. I said, do you want to take another look? Because it ain't blue. Yeah, like, no. I me. mean, not to, I don't get, if I had a different job, I probably would have blue hair to be honest. I probably would have all kind of different color hair at different points. But because of what I, where I, what I do and where I work, I have to be selective with the, the and I'm only going to be able to get away with so much. <laughs> this probably the most I'm going to be able to get away with. Anything wilder than this, and I probably would get pulled in the office and be like, "Okay, look, I know that you work with teenagers, and we love it, we do, but no, <laughs> the blue hair has to go." I gotta let her know that I will be bald forever. <laughs> Sometimes a little shadow come up where I don't shave my hand a few days. You gotta be okay with that. Now, a shadow, <laughs> yeah, like a little. You can see the scrub, the shrubs and. The hair Shit. growing back out, you know. I got this reverse mohawk thing going on, you know, where it don't grow in the middle and it go around it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's <laughs> it's almost a line. <laughs> so oh, you know, God. my God, the universe, my cellular structure, whatever you believe in, didn't have it in the plans for me to have hair at this point. So if you looking for somebody with some Prince shit flowing on top of their head or some James Brown shit <laughs> got them uh, flowing in the wind. If you're looking for a Duke starter five, if you're looking for some of that shit, it ain't coming. <laughs> the it's Duke not. Starter five. Oh, you got to be okay God. with bald head. And the beard is negotiable, actually. I don't, what? I don't have to have the beard. Beard is negotiable. 
You would cut your beard off. Yes. Cut my beard off. I've cut my beard off all the time. This is the longest it's ever I been. Hope to the side, I don't even remember the last time I saw you. But I'm not attached to the beard. Like, I'm attached to the people complimenting the beard. I was just going to say, every time I'm, I'm with you so well, people, men coming up, that, that beard is nice, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> see, that goes into that dynamic where, you know, men got to, the way men got to compliment each other, <laughs> they be like, Dudes who be like, you got that Rick Ross. They really said, that's a nice beard, man. <laughs> that's what they saying. But they can't say, you know, they can't say shit like that beard accentuates your lips. You know what I'm saying? That sounds weird. <laughs> See, that shit, you can't say stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, women shit. Can say that to, women can say that to women. But see, Yeah, you, women. Yeah, we can't say that. The but the beard gives me attention. But it's not, I cut my beard off all the time. I, I'm liable to wake up one morning and say, fuck this beard cut it off <laughs> you know just because it's just most of the time it i wake up one morning and it looks like it's ready to go you know how like a when <laughs> you see in movies where they make an old person look so sick they just want to go that's how my beard looks sometimes and i'll be like pull the plug <laughs> dead <laughs> that's what i do with my beard sometimes it's not but that's just me on my own like if i had a woman who didn't really fuck with the beard like that it's negotiable you know, if I wanted my beard, I would keep my beard. <laughs> but it's it's always been negotiable. It ain't I ain't attached to it. Heavily. I just thought you really liked your beard. I love my beard, <laughs> but I don't have a problem with my regular face to have to have beard on it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And when I say beard, I mean the whole package. I'm always gonna have some on my chin. Uh, you know, I ain't gonna be no baby face ass nigga out here. <laughs> I mean, my I face is too I'm round and chub for that. Have you ever? I don't think I've ever seen you without any hair on your face. I've always had hair on my yeah, face. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that. I can't even imagine what that would look like. <laughs> I've always had hair on my face. Ain't, ain't no baby face shit happening. The only time that's going to happen is if I mess up my edge up because I do my own. I, I cut my own everything. So mm-hmm. if I mess up my edge up, I'll be like, mm, gotta go. <laughs> but messing up in the past is why I don't mess up in the present. So <laughs> I adopt. The the last thing I go, I fucking keep going down the list of stuff that I could tell this person. I watch anime. I like anime. I don't know why anybody would care about that though. Have people I mean, cared about it before? Like who cares? There's like, a lot of women that just don't like anime. So don't watch the shit. Well, they look at them like it's cartoons. It is, but okay, don't watch it. I watch cartoons. Who don't watch cartoons? There's a lot of people that don't watch cartoons. How can you not watch cartoons? American cartoons silly as fuck. That's how you can not watch cartoons here. Rick and Morty's not. Not Rick and Morty, but like family as, guy. as a whole. Oh yeah. Yes, Family Guy. It don't. It, even with Rick and Morty, there's no. They don't put a lot of effort into the animation. When you watch One Punch Man oh, yeah. and you see how they action, like they got legit action. Yeah. Anime, like they got motherfuckers flipping around and uppercutting, and colors be coming out everywhere, <laughs> eyes be popping out. We don't do that shit here. No, but Samurai Jack. I really don't know the animation style of Samurai Jack. I don't watch it. I don't know why. I mean, I, you know, I don't watch sports. If you watch sports, that's cool. Just don't think I'm gonna fucking sit down with you and watch. I'm gonna give you. You go watch the game. I'm be over here doing something. It was like. But I guess, I mean, it's the same way with video games. Like, I don't know why you would care if somebody play video games. Just don't play it with them. Because, like, to say video games is for kids or there's childish. Have you seen some of these video 
don't care. You don't want your kids playing these fucking games. Ideally, what I want with all of that stuff is at some point for her to sit down with me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying I want somebody who loathes that shit to do that. <laughs> I would like to have somebody in my life that doesn't loathe that mm-hmm. shit so that we can enjoy all that shit together to some degree. If you do hate it, then I won't make you do it, but I want you to. I just don't. Maybe because I do those things. Like, I just wouldn't. It wouldn't be a big deal. I feel like even if I didn't, like, I don't really watch anime. I, I made some exceptions because it's some shows that you've shown me, but like, I wouldn't give a shit. I don't care what you watch. Like, <laughs> watch whatever you want to. Some women be like that. That's silly. Some women be fine with they man not sitting down playing a game and going to a bar because I think they equate that's more shit like adult. that to childlike behavior. I going to the bar, you might end up alcoholic. <laughs> I ain't dealing with that. Because if somebody, if a woman asks me, if she say, if she phrase it like this, you still play games. You can take your ass on and find somebody else. That's just bottom line. If you phrase it like that, it's a wrap. That way, that phrasing indicates that you don't believe I should be playing games at this point. And bitch, we got a problem now. That's not going to happen. We ain't going into this like that. I mean, do I still play games? Oh shit! That's I don't have any more. I think that's I'm, pretty. I, that's it. I'm gonna leave it. Pretty there. much. All I'll right. Keep going. <laughs> if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it in to our uh, website, or you can send it into the Gmail account, which is Conversation Con Artist with an S at Gmail dot com. Um. So I know a lot of y'all was salty that Serena was getting married to a white man. Well, now she gonna have that white man's baby. <laughs> Yes, there's going to be a nice, and I know this is probably offensive. I don't know a non-offensive word to use. Mulatto, maybe. What's a, I think mulatto is offensive. Maybe. Anyway. It ain't great. She won the fucking Australian Open, like, because she's 20 weeks now, so that means that when she was playing, she was pregnant. And women all over the world are like, she the GOAT. She's the greatest of all time because apparently them first weeks is when you had the most morning sickness and she out there whooping niggas' asses on the tennis court. Until her damn baby born with fucking developmental delays because she not <laughs> overstressed her damn self while she got a fucking other human developing inside of her. Well, she 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 probably going to chill now, I'm sure. Well, chill now. I mean, that game, those few games probably. Look, motherfuckers smoke crack when they're pregnant and sometimes the kid come out okay so you know they say you can drink red wine mm-hmm. a glass a glass a day but it's also shown that the wrong factors that all come together to combine that one wine mm-hmm. wine glass can cause fetal alcohol syndrome mm-hmm. i mean i wouldn't i would i'm not i don't plan if i ever get pregnant i don't plan to drink at all because it's just it ain't that fucking serious like i cannot drink for nine months i'll be okay like i don't have to have wine that much where I'm gonna be like, oh my god, <laughs> I got the shakes. I need a glass of wine. Well, wine ain't coffee's no gonna be what fuck me up. Coffee and having to fucking drink decaf, that shit's gonna fuck with me. That's where I'm gonna be having apples. the shakes. What? You didn't know that? That ain't the same. An apple does the same shit that coffee does. I need my coffee. You just see. I you need my probably, black gold. <laughs> you probably caught up in the psychological process of making the coffee, smelling the coffee, putting the coffee in the mug, yep. drinking the coffee like an apple wouldn't appease that system. And I drink, 
I mean, I guess I could be chomping on the alcohol when I'm driving down. But I'll be sipping my coffee in the car so that I can, like, speak to people when I get to work and not just be like, the fuck is you talking to me for? <laughs> I drink my coffee in the car all the way. Then I make another cup. How about, how about, now, I don't drink coffee throughout the day. Like, some people, I'm, like, strictly a morning coffee drinker. You put cream in your coffee? I do. So does, uh, so does Serena Williams. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> All in the coffee. Got a little coffee coming. Oh, shit. So I'm sure niggas is real mad now because men were so upset that like she she deigned to marry a white man and now she's having this white man's baby. What y'all expected was going to happen? If she going to marry this nigga, then yeah, she probably going to have his kids. I mean, you yeah, know. I don't, know why. I don't know why black black men are so entitled feel so entitled to black women i don't know either because you know and, but but the same men don't say shit about black men that date white women no because uh, to them i guess it ain't the same but like even in this ain't one of i mean we weren't gonna talk about this because it's been talked to death at this point but the uh what was this steve stevens Mm-hmm. Did you hear like people were like blaming Joy? Blaming her, yeah. Talking about she should have picked up the phone. No, the fuck I should. You see what this crazy motherfucker out here doing? And you talking about I should have picked up the phone, nigga? No. I left him alone because he was fucking crazy. Am I sorry that he shot that old man? Absolutely. But for you to say it's my fault that he made a choice to go do this because I didn't pick up the phone, you delusional as fuck. I read that it was about to be exposed that he was having some homosexual activities going on. <laughs> And she had found out, so she left him alone because of that. Either way, regardless, I have a right to end a relationship, and I'm not responsible for what you do after I end that relationship. How the fuck you gonna blame me for this nigga killing somebody? He don't have no no uh, responsibility for his actions. It's my fault because I didn't pick up the phone. Like, niggas were really saying this shit. Like, they were really saying that. Are you crazy? How are you gonna blame this woman for this? Like, but then you want to blame her for that, but then also talk shit about women who are in abusive relationships who don't get out. She should have left. Well, what the fuck am I supposed? Am I supposed to leave or am I supposed to stay? Or are you supposed to mind your fucking business? Like, shit. When they leave, they be talking about women not standing by their man. Is like it's just <laughs> you cannot win. With, with motherfuckers who had a, that kind of mentality that would say some shit like she should have picked up the phone, don't argue. I don't, I'm not going to argue with you because you obviously is a crazy person yourself. And nothing that I'm going to say is going to be good enough because no matter what decision she made, you would have found fault with it. Because obviously black women just ain't shit and we just don't do nothing right. I need to let you know something. If you... You need to go look in the mirror. If you thought... That a person that was crazy enough to go shoot an old man in the street, if you think that talking to that woman would have changed any crazy shit he would have done after that, maybe it would have put him on a different timeline. Maybe it wouldn't have been Mr. Godwin. It wouldn't have been that. Yeah, yeah maybe it would have been somebody else. else. Maybe it would have been somebody younger. Maybe it would have been, you know, maybe it wouldn't have been somebody with such a forgiving family because Mr. Godwin family done forgave him. Yeah. But since we went down this rabbit hole, I, I got to talk about the fact that, did you see people going in on Mr. Godwin? Going in on him for what? For He's 74 years old. Okay. And 
He been in a relationship with this woman for 18 years. Okay. She's 34. Okay. So when he was 54, she was 16. Okay. So people were going in saying, glad he did and shit like that. Like, what after that. What kind of fucking logic? <laughs> like, yeah, he when she was, she 34 now, but when she was 16, she was dating, this 54-year-old man was dating her. And it turned into a whole big thing going. So he deserves to get blown in his face. Because he was 55 dating a 16-year-old. Now, don't get me wrong. That's I'm say, don't act like we talk about this shit on Pedophile hey, Island. Okay, exactly. I'm not, don't get, that is creepy <laughs> as a motherfucker. But to say that 17 years later, he deserves to be walking home to get shot in the face is crazy as fuck. That's just, what? No. Nobody is at fault in this situation but old Steve. And to be honest, 16, 16 is the age of consent. Yeah. In most states in America. Mm -hmm. You can, a a 16-year-old can choose what she want to be. Now, if your parenting skills are superb, she ain't going to choose no fucking 54-year-old man to be with. And I I mean, his... He's seventy. He died at seventy-four, which means that he came from around the same time as my grandma. They were doing that then. They were marrying young girls and getting with young girls and staying with young girls. Like that's what the fuck they were doing. Is it any less creepy? No, but I don't feel like it's a justification that he stayed with this woman seventeen years later. He minding his business and get shot in the face. Because this motherfucker was upset about whatever the fuck it was he was upset I mean, about. I have to say, it, it wasn't that many people praising that, it, you know, the, the fact that it was anything. even one is sad. Like, the, but, the logic that people come up with sometimes baffles the fuck out of me. Because it's like, that don't make no sense. Blame and joy don't make no sense. Like, the only person at fault in this situation is Steve Stevens. That's it. He the one who fucked up. And everybody I, else is just collateral damage. Everybody else is victims. And I fucked around and got in a dialogue on Facebook. And I was like, I mean, the age of consent is 16. A 16 year old can choose what they want to do. And these dudes were like, you know, my, my children ain't going to be dating no 54 year old. I said, I don't, I mean, all I'm saying is if they <laughs> choose to, it ain't shit you can do nope. about it. But shit, that's illegal. Yep. That's the only thing you can do about it. So you need to put your energy into parenting your kids to not wanting to date somebody old. Like yep. people who would choose. Like sixteen a sixteen year old that would choose to date somebody that's that much older, they some, got some issues yeah, going on in their past. Something now. was missing. Yeah, something is going on, you know. But you're a sixteen year old, and I just want to lay this out to everybody. Once your children turn sixteen, depending on what state you're in, they can choose to fuck and be in a relationship with whoever they want to be, and there are no legal ramifications that can nope. be taken against that child. Or that adult, don't matter how old they are. I'm sorry. That's just the truth. That's just the reality. Yep. Now, you can go do something to that person if you want to, but now you're going to go to jail, and they're going to be fucking out here. But this the same. Like, black folk kill me sometimes. You get mad when the police shoot down somebody, and then the media go, and they go drag up every little thing that they can find out to try to justify why this person deserved to be shot. Then you turn the fuck around and do the exact same thing to this innocent-ass man who was minding his business and got shot. You did exactly the same thing that the media does to these young black boys when they get shot by the police. They demonize them by finding something in their past to justify this shit that is not justifiable. And y'all just did the exact same thing. That is stupid as fuck. I 
think they slightly different still. How? Because when media does it, it's a systemic attempt on trying to uh, make the black community look worse than it is. That's just how it's been. The media has been used to intentionally deliver that message out to a bunch of people. But it's also to justify why the police officer had a reason to be scared and the police officer had a reason to do what he did because this person has a history of this and that. Like, but And the problem is that's what makes it systemic. The police ain't doing it on purpose. The news reporter ain't doing it on purpose. They kind of believe that shit because they've been coerced into believing it through seeing this shit on TV over and over and over. So it ain't like... Everybody that we see doing that shit sitting at a round table saying, how we going to fuck up black people and make them look worse tomorrow? I don't think that the people who think that about him was sitting around thinking about how we going to fuck this uh, uh, take up for Steve Steven. I don't even know why that would be something that you would. (sighs) When I say they different, that just goes into uh, the part of black America that was scrutinized and beaten and neglected and pit against each other. Like we still got that shit. You know, in, during slavery times, you got light against dark, house against field, man against woman, family against family, big against small. They pit every type of black people against person against each other. Like, that's how you disenfranchise a group. And we still got residual yeah. effects of that shit. Now, we got something we need to do about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think this don't play more to we trying to invalidate this man. They just, they just play the motherfuckers who think that old man that would date a 16-year-old is... Motherfuckers that don't need to be here. I was at a diversity training yesterday. And the subject of Black Lives Matter came up. What was surprising, not really surprising to me, it was the black folks in the room who had attitude. Talking about, well, we killing ourselves. Black Lives Matter is a a joke. I'm like, are these niggas really? I wish I was in that motherfucking room. Oh, my God. Or the therapist. Therapists are saying that. I wish I was Black in that motherfucking ther- room. The white people were just sitting there because they looking like I ain't finna say shit because they gonna go well for me. It was the black people. And I'm like, what the fuck? I had to say this to somebody on Facebook who brought up the point. We killing each that other. Black, where is Black Lives Matter now? You know, because black person died. Black Lives Matter is nowhere to be found. Black Lives Matter was created under a very very specific context it was created under the context of a police officer with a certain power dynamic killing young black male that's the context it ain't the problem with black lives matter is what the name of it is it's named it's named so that it can be taken literally so that you can say black if black lives matter then you know why you ain't supporting black lives if that shit was named anything else <laughs> it wouldn't be all of this shit but people spent took a spin on it made it literal and now they got black people out here saying well, what about black people that kill black people listen oh, listen, listen like i gotta tell you if you're a black person if you ain't never killed nobody don't say that shit <laughs> If don't say what black people killing black people you're including yourself in that fucking group <laughs> There is a small subset of black people that kill black people. Most black people don't kill black people. So don't stop saying that shit unless you plan on offing a nigga. Unless you done buried a motherfucker in somebody's backyard before. Don't say that shit because you are including yourself in that shit. I'm tired of hearing that from black folks. 
Well, you would have hated being at this diversity. Oh, no. They would have hated being at that motherfucking (laughs) diversity with me. (laughs) Fuck that. They would have been like, who who brought this nigga here? Then it was two guys. I I left early, but there were two. The the presenter was a black, an African American woman that works at UAB, PhD, very educated. Two dudes in the room kept going at her because she was like, you know, things are not obviously they're not where they need to be, but they're better. And they were saying, no, it's not. She said, so you're telling me that that how black people were treated in the 1900s is exactly how they treat it now. Both of them talking about some guilt. Ain't nothing changed. Just the, the way they do it didn't change, but it's exactly the same. No, it ain't. Because guess what? In 1900, your black ass wouldn't have been sitting in here as a therapist, taking a training and having the freedom to sit up here and complain about and say this shit. Like, how are you? Li- and they, they doubled down. 1900 is exactly how it is in 2017. Like, really? Do you know how crazy I was saying? She took it with grace. She she responded gracefully and and professionally. And but I could look see the look on her face like these niggas, <laughs> these motherfuckers here. It was ridiculous. Like that was the longest training because of them, and they were the most vocal people. The one that that be the case all the time. The motherfuckers who be talking about stupid shit be the ones who want to talk all. Shut the fuck up so we can get out of here. Keep your stupid ass comments to yourself. They would have been mad at me after some shit like that. <laughs> Especially if they wouldn't let folks just speak. Hell no. Because she wanted like an open dialogue because she feels like that's how things change when people have conversations and they don't get offended, but they just state opinions. And So that's what they were doing. And they were stating stupid ass opinions the whole time. Whatever. So, do y'all know Alex Jones? Y'all know Alex Jones. He's screaming. Even if you don't know his name, you didn't seen that stupid ass motherfucker that's always yelling. <laughs> and what's the name of his fucking radio station? Mm-hmm. Infowars. Infowars is his. I think that's his whole thing. And it's just a very. He just scream all the time. I don't like nobody that yell. Me yelling at me. It's like an alt conservative. You know what I'm saying? Platform. They are conservative, but they're conspiracy conservatives. Mm-hmm. You know they. 9-11 conspiracies, president conspiracies, all these different conspiracies. That That's where they operate. And the reason I'm talking about him is because he is a very, very extreme individual. And he's trying to get custody of his three kids. <laughs> so I'm going to go down a list of crazy shit he's done that should be titled the list of ways to lose custody of your children. <laughs> because this shit is crazy. So... The first thing he did was he allegedly stripped during family therapy sessions. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wish the fuck I would have somebody in my office and they start stripping. You don't get your crazy ass out of my office right now. Leave. That that would be a horrible experience. Oh my God. Have to hit him with a two piece. <laughs> first time I done had to hit some clients. <laughs> bloop, bloop. I'm sorry, you're so clear. You done lost it. Get out. <laughs> That's the first one. Don't go to counseling and strip. Never do that. Especially not family therapy. That's not good. <laughs> it's not good if you do it as one-on-one. <laughs> but if you do it in front of your kids and shit, people have receipts. <laughs> the next thing, he forgot key pieces of information about his children and said it was because he had eaten a big bowl of chili. So if you go to a fucking child hearing and you say, I love my kids. My kids are the most important thing in the world. And they say, 
What little Billy favorite color? And you start fucking sweating <laughs> and say, damn, that chili. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't getting your fucking kids back. I promise. Okay? Your kids are gone. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Your kids are going with her. You're paying child support, brother. <laughs> he blamed the chili. <laughs> The biggest problem is the receipts that people got. <laughs> he is doing this shit on videos and in front of people. The <laughs> next one. He got drunk during the Trump inauguration and boasted about his ability to drink an entire cup of Jack Daniels in one swig. So the lawyer showed him boasting about this and then going to piss on a tree. <laughs> Listen, your character is diminishing here. And this lawyer has all the receipts. All you got to do is go to YouTube and put in Alex Jones. <laughs> Bullshit. And you know what? Even if you didn't have that shit, they could just go take some clips from your damn TV show, your radio shit, and be like, this this dude is crazy. He don't need no kids in his life. Right? Like, damn. The next one. Jones trained his son to throw darts at Hillary Clinton's photo. Now, that's just dangerous. Now, I don't know how old the kid is, you know, but to train a child, like, what if that motherfucking child got a dart in his pocket and he see Hillary Clinton? He's going to throw that dart at her ass, you know what I'm saying? Like, they going to lock his ass. They going to murder his ass. He going to never find him no more. You know how Hillary Clinton roll, according to Alex Jones. <laughs> According to Alex Jones, she she a hitman or got hitman working for her. So you think, well, why are you fucking with her then if you so convinced? That's what I'm saying. Leave Hillary alone. You think she got some hitman? Do you want to be on the list, nigga? (laughs) Okay. Jones allegedly instructed his children to record their mother's behavior to help him in the custody fight. (laughs) Now, the fact that somebody knows this (laughs) means you did a horrible job and your kids don't trust you as much as you hoped they would. Would you? Like... Okay, imagine growing up and this nigga is your daddy. Can you like? Would you trust him? He obviously unstable. Shit. Yeah, I trust him. He my daddy. I would trust my love. Listen, what you're assuming is that a child has the rationale to know that they daddy crazy. <laughs> they daddy gonna they gonna be like no daddy normal. Like if you raise a child up telling they ass that a fork is a spoon. They gonna motherfucking fight somebody to the death trying but to tell I'm them saying, that ain't no fucking school. Once you start spoon. going to school and shit, I I knew that something was off with my family. Like I never was just like they're my parents and they're great. Like I always knew it was some fucked up shit going on. Like I think kids are a little like it's not as unconditional as people like to think. Like yes, they the basis of it, everything for them is gonna be the love for you. But I feel like as you get older, you could be like, there's something fucking wrong with these people. Like, but we are the anomalies. I guess people like you and me, the people that have the temperament that can look at people in a greater context and see, you know, they bullshit and not take a lot of shit personal. Like 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 that. Yeah, we different. It's a lot of kids out here that don't have the temperament to expand their ideals and what they understand about life past. That's my daddy. You know, a lot of them don't say my daddy's fucked up. They well, say my shit. daddy is the template for how life is supposed to be. Guess what? If they found out that he was telling them that, somebody snitched. That's what I'm saying. He, clearly, he ain't the one. His kids got sense. They got good sense. They apparently know daddy crazy. Now, we talked about how extreme his show is. Mm-hmm. It's just so extreme. He and his lawyer, in order to paint him in a in a certain light, 
said that, you know, Jones is portraying a character on the show. That's not him in real life. He is a character. And while the lawyer's goal was to get his kids back, Jones was like, you ain't finna destroy my character? He said, I ain't playing no damn actor. This ain't no show. This is me. He said, we all play actors. He said, we all play characters from time to time. Oh. You know, when you're playing with your kids and you're chasing them like you're a little monster? Like, all of us do that from time to time. <laughs> you is not finna compare playing with no damn kids, acting like some kind of creature, to that shit you be talking about on this radio show. So, even as the lawyer is trying to help him, he's so far gone, he can't even... He can't even accept it. <laughs> wow. He would have just saved himself a lot of embarrassment if he would have just said, how much you want a month, baby? <laughs> I know we ain't going to work. I know I ain't going to get the kids. But let's make this thing, like, cordial. My question is, what woman decided to not only marry him, but have three of his children? He might not always been like this. How you get like that? Shit, psychotic breaks happen. <laughs> You think he's in the midst of a psychotic break? I think he was in the midst of the psychotic break long ago. <laughs> I think he in the motherfucking climax of his psychotic break right now. His psychotic break is ejaculating. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. It only goes down from here, though. Oh, that goes. Nap. <laughs> <laughs> Nap after that. Oh, shit. That is unfortunate. Alec Jones ain't shit. That's all I got. Him, so everybody's favorite racist has been fired from his show, and I'm sure Maxine Waters is somewhere doing the uh moonwalk. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly has been fired, and I mean, I say that with a grain like he's been fired, but he get like a 25 million dollar severance package from them, and of course, everybody's been celebrating because people hated Bill O'Reilly because he was a racist, homophobic. Like, he was just a terrible fucking person. And I don't know what they're going to do with the O'Reilly factor now because it's not like what they could do. Like, when The Daily Show, when Jon Stewart left, they just put Trevor Noah because the name wasn't attached to Jon Stewart. The shit's called the O'Reilly factor. So, I don't know if they're going to, like, get a new host and change it to the such and such factor or just get rid of the show altogether. I don't know. I don't think it's anybody in Fox News that they're going to be able to put in Bill O'Reilly's slot that's going to carry Fox News like Bill O'Reilly was carrying Fox News. I'm surprised. I'm really, really surprised that they fired him because Fox is not in the business of, like, I know he had all these lawsuits and shit, they, but they knew that this, <laughs> and they were still letting this motherfucker work. It was only until everybody else found out about the shit. No, they didn't fire him because of what he was doing. They fired him because of the pressure that, you know, so, uh, Even that, I mean, I'm surprised because, like, his his ratings, like, people were still watching the show. Like, I'm just surprised. I wouldn't have thought. I was surprised he got fired because I wouldn't have expected. Do you know who watched Bill O'Reilly? Racist old white people. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck do you think that he was? They will stop watching him. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, he's still pulling in the ratings. I just would have thought Fox would have been like, it'll die down. <laughs> people will forget about it and it'll die down. Like, I'm surprised they didn't just like. Be like, just you know, stay low for he a little started while. Losing a lot of ads. Uh, yeah, that people and did the pull the ads. It, Fox didn't lose the ads because they just removed the ads and put them on other shows. Yeah, you know, but they pulled all that shit. From oh Bill yeah, O'Reilly. I did. I did like, see when all of the Bill ads were like uh, advertisers were like, we don't want our ads on his show. Bill, we pay you ten million dollars a year, um, but 
these ads pay us $40 million a year. So <laughs> you got to let you go, partner. I mean, even if they put them on other shows, like we can't get new shit now because of your ass. <laughs> you know, couldn't keep it in your pants. Could not keep it in his pants. He couldn't. So this is something that happened a few weeks ago, but I wanted to talk about Jeffrey Lord on CNN saying that Donald Trump's health care plan is uh, he compared Donald Trump to Martin Luther King, which is so fucking blasphemous. <laughs> like the, he's the anti Martin Luther King. <laughs> like I don't understand what that. he was trying to compare Trump's health care plan to was. Martin Luther King trying to cause civil disarray in order for it to be heard. Because at a certain point, Martin Luther King Jr. called for riots and said the only way we're going to get heard is to do some bullshit, y'all. And what he's saying is that this shit that Donald Trump did recently, which was threatened to not pay the insurance companies if they didn't comply with changes in health care, he compared that. The problem is... You're comparing a president that is coercing insurance companies to stop helping the poor people, oppressed people, poverty-stricken people that need health care to... Somebody who was trying to help the oppressed, poverty-stricken people get help recognized. Help them live. Yes. <laughs> help them not be fucking murdered. Again, he's the anti-king. He's the, he's the complete opposite. His goal was the complete opposite of Martin Luther King. Like, it's that stupid. That's I won't call him the anti-king, you know? No. I won't call him nothing different than, than most white men that, that's his age and that's been his age the whole time. They just ignorant and impartial to understanding brown people issues. And so they carry on as if everybody got the same issues and they just put so which by default Put white people issues on a higher standard. But you know how you cure ignorance? Knowledge. They don't want to know. They're but good with it being the way it is. Jeffrey Lord's dialogue represents some of the fucking problems we got with that kind of uh, conversation. Because there was three black people. Bakari Sellers. Don Lemon. And I can't remember the black. Uh, Simone. I can't remember. Simone. No, nah, I can't remember her last name. But... It was three black people sitting there saying, no, that's wrong. You shouldn't make that comparison. Do you see where the problem is? And he said, no, it's not wrong. Like the fact that there are three people that have a honorary degree in black shit because they got black skin. <laughs> Everybody black got an honorary degree in black shit. Whether you want to recognize it, look at it, acknowledge it. I just mean that to say as a black person, you experience a certain set of shit. And it's three people sitting over there telling him, Listen, we're the one, we're that, we're black people. Martin Luther King fought for us. We're telling you, that's not a good comparison. No. Find somebody else with a strategy similar that don't correlate with black people and then make that point. Don't do it with Martin Luther King Jr. You got three black people who communicate with you frequently telling you not to do that. But he's so adamant about making his point the one that's valid that he ain't hearing that. And that's mm -mm. the problem in America. White men just know what's best for everybody. <laughs> that's just what it is. In but, the context of people like Jeffrey Lord and making those kind of con con comments. 
That's why when people say they don't see color, it annoys me. You need to see color so that you can understand. You see just clothes walking around like fucking ghost dad out here in this bitch. (laughs) Fuck wrong with you. You have to see people to be respectful of where they've been, where they're going, to be respectful of their culture. Like I don't that whole I don't see color shit. That this is some bullshit. I need you to see that I'm black. I need you to understand what that means and what that comes with because being pla- being black comes with a certain amount of things. You need to see and understand that. I don't see color. He a I don't see color kind of motherfucker. That's what he was saying. Guy. He did say that. He was like, I don't see color. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't even fuck see this. You see? I didn't even see this this interview. And I knew he was the I don't see color motherfucker because those are the kind of people that say that. I need the people who say I don't see color to be more specific. <laughs> the next time somebody says I don't see color in front of me, I'm just going to be like, okay, well, I'm black. <laughs> then you don't know if you see it or not. I'm a black person. But I'm letting you know now, black. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need, because I understand what they're trying to accomplish. I understand that when they say I don't see color, what they're trying to imply is that color doesn't matter. It's about the character that you possess as an individual. The color of your skin doesn't matter. But you know what? It does matter matter. to your fucking uncle. It It matters to your racist-ass granddaddy. (laughs) Don't be sitting here as an individual lone white person that has the hopeful notion that you can't see color and that we supposed to treat all white people like that because you don't see color. Nigga, so many people that we interact with see the shit out of color. Yep. I'm going, I'm going to Best Buy a couple of times where it's like white people around and don't get greeted. <laughs> don't give a damn no more because I've lived in this America. Yeah. I don't expect white people to treat me a certain type of way no. in a lot of different environments. And sometimes I'm surprised when they do do some shit like holding the door open. I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> the only place where white people consistently treat me the way I want to be treated is Publix and Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah, because they got, they, they got to. <laughs> no, they got to at Walmart. But they fucking don't. But I'm, I'm saying, saying Chick-fil-A or Publix is on another level of customer service. They on a fucking, they on the God tier of customer service. <laughs> different level. Because you go to Chick-fil-A, hey, you want to Chick-fil-A? Like, they're so happy to serve you. It's a lot. And the same thing with Publix. You want me to help you take your bag? I got a bag. You want me to help you take that out? I got it. <laughs> Thank you, though. I'm cool. <laughs> they, like, on the top level of customer service. <laughs> but, you know. You can't use that shit, man. You can't use. I don't see color. That shit is bullshit. It is. Yeah, you can't use it, but I'm just gonna. I'm gonna side eye you if you say it, like, and I'm gonna look at you differently. Uh, it ain't shit, nigga. News. Carmelo Anthony is reporting. Well, first of all, for sure they're getting a divorce. Supposedly, it's because he fucked a stripper and got her pregnant. I'm in love with a stripper. <laughs> And I, I kept seeing people say, who would cheat on Lala? Why? It don't matter who she is. Like, if he the kind of motherfucker that's going to cheat, it don't matter. Like, people said the same thing about Halle Berry and David Justice. Like, or not the, uh, what's his name? The singer. Fucking, um, oh, I can't think of his name. Eric Benet. How how you gonna cheat on Halle Berry? Cause it ain't got shit to do. Like it, you not gonna be pretty enough or smart enough or fine enough. Or none of them things. Like if a dude gonna cheat, then that's what he's gonna do. It's not like if he has like a high caliber of woman that's gonna make him not cheat. Like what the fuck? 
So Ain't nothing special about Lala to me Not to me either First off her fucking name is Lala Like I ain't calling you that shit What's your (laughs) middle name I ain't calling you Lala (laughs) That's that child's name I don't fuck with your name Like I'm gonna do that shit all day long (laughs) Y'all wouldn't have dated It wouldn't happen You can't do that I mean, yeah. I don't think she's particularly attractive. Like she, I don't think she can act very well. I think she did a lot better. As like, wasn't she like a VJ on MTV? Mm, I don't know. I think I feel like she worked at MTV, and that's where people know her from. And then she just started doing other shit, and then she married him. I mean, she's she's attractive, nah. but I think that we could go into Walmart right now and find somebody that looked better than Lala. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Okay. And you know, I, I don't like talking all superficial like that because I don't look like no fucking Morris Chestnut. I look like fucking Mark Henry. I was just for the say, but you do look like somebody famous. I mean, I, I know that. You know what I'm saying? I don't look like the motherfucker on the uh, on the boxes in the fucking the curl S curl boxes. What is you with S curls today? Because I'm just saying that that's just that's the beauty standard. White people chose to put them black men on them boxes. Yeah, you know that? Pretty much. Black men did black people didn't choose to put them dudes on the box. That's white America's beauty stand up for black men. I feel like it would be more productive to put like a dark skinned man that really had like a fro fro hair that you was able to like ass curl up. Like them men probably already had hair close to that. Like you wanna show what the product can do. Like you need somebody. Oh no, no, see that style is in now. Right, people wearing S curls. No, again? people wearing high top fades. Oh yeah, yeah, Duke yeah, 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 yeah. Motherfuckers yeah. wearing that shit. That's in. <laughs> what they need is people with struggle hair. That's what I'm saying, and show that this is what this can do for your hair. Like, if you got somebody light skin on that look like he got Indian in his family, I don't believe that your product did that for his hair. There's some black ass dudes on them things though. Everybody, always I mean, some of them light skin. Been some looking Indian. Well, now when you when you go to Walmart and pass by the aisle, now you're gonna look. Yeah, There's some dark skin. The ones that's blue, mm-hmm. the boxes that's blue, they be having dark skin dudes on. Oh. Them. like the Duke's hair grease and stuff. Mm-hmm. Not Duke's Duke's uh wave wave grease. That got a dark skin dude on. It, oh. I think. I didn't know that. But yeah, I mean. I don't understand getting a fucking a stripper and getting her pregnant. You want to fuck a stripper? I guess. I mean, you Carmelo Anthony, so they you gonna get vagina thrown at you, and I guess you just decided to catch hers. But why would you get her pregnant? Like, what's wrong with you? And as much as I ain't no fan of La 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 La, do look like she the kind of woman that would be like, oh fuck this, I'm out. Like she don't look like she would be like forgiving and like let's stay together. Like she looked like she would put your ass. You out. know, you just said La 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 La, right? <laughs> Cause of you, exactly. That's exactly why I ain't calling her ass no damn La La. La 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 La. That's what I'm gonna do. She gonna be like, stop. Oh yeah, shit. we we wouldn't date. Y'all with the date because that would drive her crazy. But yeah, I mean, they got one son together, and he gonna have to pay alimony and child support. And he he just got it rough right now because ain't like the own, the president of the team he own don't want him on the team. No it don't matter. He got a contract. He does. That man got enough money to last forever. He does, but I think he gonna be switching teams real soon because I don't the 
the owners of his team. I don't know what he did. I don't. I ain't been watching basketball in a while. I used to watch basketball. That was the only sport that I would partake of. But I haven't watched it in a while, so I'm not really sure what the fuck happened with him and his president. But the um, they not fucking with him, and they've been talking shit about him in the media. <laughs> so then this stupid. shit came out. Well, and he already wasn't all that great of a player, was he? Carmelo was fantastic. Was yeah, he is Carmelo is good. He's still good, not according to the person. Carmelo ain't got no damn team with him. <laughs> like, it's a lot more to go in that shit than being it's, good. Yeah, that's true. But I ain't never heard nobody say that about LeBron or Kobe. <laughs> well, I mean, they just—they just a different caliber of player, like. That him being good don't mean that he gonna be like Carmelo and Kobe. I mean, I mean uh, LeBron James and Kobe, but he real good. He can carry a team if he got some support, some supportive players. Hell, LeBron couldn't even carry a damn team without supporting players. Like, there's <laughs> a lot of people that can't do that shit. I know. I'm just saying that's just not been said. Like, the, I don't the, even know shit about sports. So I don't even give a fuck. But whatever. I mean, well, he might could help carry the team, but he sure can carry his marriage because that shit's over. So. You know, he just need to go ahead and start writing them chicks and let her move on. And then he just need to decide what he going to do with this new baby. Pay for it. Yeah. Like, I just, I feel like, I don't understand fucking strippers and shit. I feel like if you're Carmelo Anthony or any well-known athlete, the, the, your choices for a side bitch are, are exponential. You gonna, and I bet she's some hood rat ass looking stripper too. It's not gonna be some attractive stripper. It never is. Like, I think she attractive. Is she? Yeah. I just don't understand that. Like, cheat up. You are in a position where you can cheat up. They don't never cheat up though. They cheat down. How much? How much higher can you go? Then Lala? Oh, you can go higher. Walmart. <laughs> You could go higher than Lala. Like, she ain't, she's not at the top tier, you know. She look like Maya. The singer? Yeah. Somewhat in the face, maybe a little bit. Does she have a fake body? I don't know. I don't see a body, just a oh, face. Okay. So. I'm just saying, I, I just feel like, just cheat up. Find somebody that is, you know. Because he can't. He in a position where he can't. Like, some people be like, I can't believe he did it. This, who are you going to cheat with? This nigga ain't got no options. Carmelo has options. And I obviously, he need to not cheat at all. That would be what he needs to do. But if you're going to cheat, like, I, that's going to make me even mad. If you cheat on me and it is with this ain't shit ass bitch, I'm going to be even more mad. You fucked us up for this? <laughs> like, really? How he going to cheat up, though? Cheating up is hard. Not if you Carmelo Anthony. Yes, it is. How is it hard? You think he just going to knock on Oprah, though? And say, <laughs> hey, Oprah, we fucking tonight. I'm Carmelo. Maybe not. Oh, But again, it's Lala. Like, it, he could get, like, a, a B-list actress, and that would be cheating up. It don't even have to be an A-list, because Lala is C-list. So he could get a B-list actress. You got some stripper out of a strip club pregnant. Like, come on, son. Low profile. <laughs> Obviously not. Could have been in a situation if he wanted to nut it in the woman. She probably would have. But I, and that's probably another poke thing. Poke holes in the corner. <laughs> it's Carmelo here. Poke, 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 poke. Like that's what I was saying. I just don't understand at home. Is you know these bitches out to get you. 
That's what they, cause what fucking you once is not gonna get her nothing. She not gonna get anything from that. She gonna get a whole lot of something from having your kid though. Like you should know they trying to get you, hit you with the okie doke. That's what they. That's why not. Like you just stupid. Unless you got some crazy, sweat grocery eating fetishes. Don't be no more, no what? more. The rest of the show, I don't want to talk because it's disgusting. I'm just there's people out there that like this, and it's disgusting still. What if you meet a man who have everything you want? He just happened to want to lick your ass every now and then after you've had a, a, a I, nice sweat. That's it. And now I'm going to vomit because especially if I've kissed you, that means that your mouth has been in sweaty asses. That's disgusting. I look at you and now I'm going to see sweaty ass. Like, we can't be together. I don't care if you do got everything else because now it's all fucked up. All I see is a sweaty ass when I look at you now. But it's too late. You already been kissing him. Oh, I don't mean I'm going to keep doing this shit. You already got... <laughs> You already got the lips of past ass. foot mouth disease. <laughs> Ew. You no. already got the lips of past ass. Uh, it's too late. Uh, it's disgusting. Okay, we got to move off sweaty asses. So, Aaron Hernandez committed suicide. And for you conspiracy theorists, y'all are probably like, he was murdered. I don't believe that he was murdered. I feel like he first of all let's not let us not forget he was already serving a sentence (laughs) for some shit he had did before so him getting acquitted of this current charge does not did not mean that he was finna get out (laughs) that just mean that they didn't want finna tack on some years to the sentence he already had for this new sentence so that's that because everybody was like why would he kill himself when he got acquitted because he still was going back to fucking prison that's why (laughs) he was still serving out this other term not to mention so apparently if you die right after like they were gonna go back and appeal the decision and try him again if you die after being acquitted then it's like you that that you you innocent of those charges now forever and what that means is that his fiance and his daughter can now get his money from the nfl because they he still had the rest of that contract or whatever it was now had he been found guilty they might have been able that might have been like a clause in the contract saying they ain't got to pay him his money, which means that his child and his fiance wouldn't have got the money. So this is like one of them loopholes. You know, most insurance companies have clauses that say if you commit suicide, we don't pay out. But uh, a contract, an athlete's contract, is not that way. So his wife and his daughter are not going to be taken care of from him. Now, that's not to say he's some kind of you know honorary honorable motherfucker because let us not forget why he was already in jail and what he was on trial for people in the face shoot people in the face so let's you know he ain't no saint or nothing but that was the reason given for like why he hung himself in his cell and people like no he he wouldn't do that what he got to live for he wrote a letter to his fiance he wrote a letter to his daughter and then he wrote a letter to his gay lover in prison I believe he did it. I think he did kill himself. I don't know why anything else is a consideration. I don't know why either. Because, again, I can see if he was out free already and got acquitted of this and now he free, okay. But the fact that he was already in prison, he still got to serve out the sentence that he already had. And when they try him again, if he was found guilty, then he going to get added time and he going to lose the, the rest of the contract that he had. I hate that people giving him like credit 
for killing himself <laughs> to get his folks some money. If he was that smart to pull out some shit like that, he wouldn't have been shooting people in the damn face. I don't think he got. I don't think he did that shit for that. I think it just so happens that motherfuckers can spend this shit to be that way. Yeah. Because of how the rules are. Yeah. But he didn't go up there saying. Cause she's saying that she didn't even she don't believe she that he don't killed believe himself. that he killed himself. Yeah, like she would at least he would at least say something like, "Baby, don't worry, y'all gonna be took care of." But furthermore, the three point five million dollars that they would get mm-hmm. from his signing bonus that was left over, if they need that to survive, and he been making all of these millions, they don't deserve shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then again, it was his money and it was his fiance. Yeah. So what did that even play? Because yeah. will she even be able to get the money? I don't know how to She's put the that guardian. Shit in. She the guardian of the child. I mean, if they wanted to keep her from being able to use it, they could put it in a trust. Oh yeah, with like stipulation that the daughter couldn't touch it till. But if she made a, a thing about she needs it to help take care of the daughter, they probably she probably will get the money. Like they would be assholes not to give it to her. But I mean, I I feel like what might have happened. Because the fact that he wrote a letter to the boy, what if the boyfriend broke up with him? What if the boyfriend was like, I found somebody else in cell block eight and it's over. Aaron, I've moved on. <laughs> Maybe he was I distraught mean, over a breakup. Ain't no shortage of men that will fuck you in jail. <laughs> but th- th- he obviously, you know, maybe he had some attachment. I don't know how jail fucking goes. I don't know if you, if you're in a deep, meaningful relationship <laughs> with a certain man, like if that ends, are you going to, you're going to be destroyed, right? Like, or are you just getting busted wide open? He might, why you always do that? He could be a top. You always assume everybody's a bottom. Or you can be busting somebody <laughs> wide open. He might have been a top. <laughs> so is it just, is it just that offensive? No, but you just assume everybody is a bottom. Somebody got to be on the top. <laughs> I, I just imagine they always switch. Like, I don't oh, know. No, they don't do that. If they never do that. Some people do. Most of the time they, you either a, a bottom or you a top. Cause like okay, so <laughs> there was this coming out story on YouTube about like a Jehovah's Witness that came out and like how that went, and so that put started me down this rabbit hole of like all these coming out videos of people, and then somehow I got into like a video about a top who had tried to bottom because his new boyfriend wanted him to, and he was like, "Fuck that shit, no." <laughs> so I think some of them like will change up but most of them are dedicated you either a top or you a bottom like a lot of them don't swap i mean i guess it would be easy to swap if you were a bottom at being asked a top but if you're a top being asked a bottom and you've never bottomed before like oh wouldn't that hurt that ain't gonna be pleasant if you've never bottomed before it's supposed to hurt no, it, it, what they don't do it because it hurts. Like I think eventually it's supposed to feel good, isn't it? You gotta get past that though. Mm-mm. Look, <laughs> anal cavity is just another erogenous zone. Some people love it, some people don't. Oh, it's an exit only. That's how I feel no, about your ass. That's my my ass is an exit only. That's how I feel about it. I just it's icky. Do you know what's in there? <laughs> like I just, you know, 
I can't. I can't. All I can imagine it's poop. Poop every comes time, out of so there. Every time a conversation about in groceries come up, right? Like, I don't know if y'all women understand that if a man is going down on you, there is two millimeters worth of meat between your vagina and your ass. Like, at some point, <laughs> at some point, it's probably gonna be some mix and mingling. But dudes be like, you know, why you wanna? Why you gonna go? Why you gonna eat groceries and get shit on your lips? I be like, if you're dating a woman, if you don't eat ass, but you dating a woman that you think might have shit on the edge of her ass, <laughs> you need to leave. Her hygiene is ridiculous. Go. You know what I'm saying? Like whether I ever do it or not, oh, I want shit. a woman with an eatable ass. <laughs> What the fuck is an eatable ass? A clean well, apparently, ass? Well, yeah, there's apparently one that won't give me some disease if I were to do it. <laughs> like, if I, ne- if I never do it in my life, I want a woman that has an eatable ass regardless. Ugh. Which means clean. Ugh. Which means she takes care of herself. How do which we means get back hygiene. on ass eating? Anyhow, Aaron <laughs> He probably was eating ass. He might have been. I don't know. Prison ass. Ah, that is terrible prison ass okay i don't think <laughs> i don't think that he murdered him i don't think he was murdered i think he did kill himself and i don't know that we'll ever know what the real reason was they haven't released what was in the letters the letters might have given some clue i still think that the boyfriend broke up with him and then he was just like fuck it yeah but it definitely wasn't no fucking How did strategic people find plan. out he had a boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Probably a little. Because apparently... It, uh, well, you know, that's supposed to be the reason that he shot that one dude in the face. Because he was going to expose homosexual relationship that uh, Aaron Hernandez was having. So it brought that shit back up about this. So it's kind of corroborating that that part of the story that he told was true. Okay, I was finna ask why did he have a fiance, but I guess there's some women that is okay with bisexual men. Cause I was finna say like, if you shoot somebody in the face, cause they gonna out you, I don't. I'm gonna give you a ring back. I don't want to marry you. Like if that's what you want to do and that's who you are, okay, you go do that. You go be a top or you go be a bottom. But I can't. I I would not date a, a bisexual man. That's just my preference. So like, if we were engaged and then I find out you you got niggas on the side, I'm sorry. We can't. I read a tweet that said, "Bitches heal like Wolverine when there's money in the bank." So when she got money in the bank, like you can have your side. I have my Range Rover. I have my nice house. Some people are that superficial. And she probably got her somebody. Cause he in prison now. The fuck he gonna do? Like. And I don't know what his sentence was, but it was a while. And then, like I said, they were going to try him again. He like, was going to die in jail. Yeah. He wasn't getting out of jail. And then they were going to try him again. So, I mean, so she just, fiance, just the title at this point. Because you're not going to marry him. Nope. Fiance just keep you in the benefits, I guess. Hell no. That's it. Crazy. And she probably got all kind of niggas running through whatever house they staying in probably did before and he wrote like a bible verse on his forehead he put like oil or, or some kind of lubricant on the floor so that if he he couldn't change his mind so if he like hopped down he's still slipping still be tongue 
I don't know. Who knows, but whatever. That I guess the moral of the story is don't shoot people in the face. Don't get out it. Just be who the fuck you is. Like, I ain't got nothing that I got going on that somebody could reveal that I would shoot somebody in the face to keep concealed. Like, I don't think there's anything that I would be that that's shoot you in the face worthy. Like, they probably gonna check to see if he been busted wide open. Uh, or they gonna check to see if his meat got prison ass juice on it. Them only two options. This I don't is a very know why. graphic episode. It was. <laughs> it was indeed. It's your fault, just so you know. It's always my fault. <laughs> this is one of them episodes, damn, my clients, nobody need to hear this shit coming from me. Nobody no. that know me in a professional manner. <laughs> that's why you go by on points. <laughs> yep. And that's why I'm red. Mm-hmm. Or anyway. Um red perp. Red perp. <laughs> Calamity red perp. Sound like some weed. Got anything else on your mind? I do not. Well, until we kind of next conversation. We out. Holla.